And whether you asked it to yourself, right, like something happened as you're making these decisions and it just sort of popped up, well, how am I going to make money? Or, you know, how am I going to make ends meet? Or where is the money going to come from that's going to pay for that? These are real questions, right? These are things that really come up for us or that someone else asks us. And when this happens, we can freeze up and have no idea what to say. Hi there, friend, and welcome to Design Your Happiness, where we work to live, not live to work, in the financial gains and well-earned free time of the lives and businesses we've designed have taken the place of those late work nights, stressful all too short weekends, and feelings of just getting by. I'm Rebecca Hayes, a corporate girl who recently decided to branch into entrepreneurship, take time to fully enjoy the life I'm living, and most importantly, to grow my impact. Of course, I too have my go-tos who have been doing it for years and have so many insights to share. But I think there's something so powerful about also having someone in your sphere who's far enough up the road they can genuinely turn around and offer you a hand up but not so far down the road that it feels intimidating or out of touch with where you are now. And that's where Design Your Happiness comes in. So let's work together, you ambitious, aspiring entrepreneurs, to find the confidence, energy, and concrete strategies to build the life and business of your dreams. Are you in? Or how are you going to pay for it? Or whatever the appropriate question is, depending on the situation, that asks what the plan is for your money, whether you're making it or spending it. See, when I said the money question, I'm sure you had all kinds of thoughts pop into your head because anytime we make a decision or we go to make a decision or a change in our life, changing jobs, careers, branching into entrepreneurship and starting our own business, or something as simple as making, you know, a slightly bigger than normal purchase, right? The money question comes up and it's simply a marker of what are, where is the money going? What is happening with the money or how are we going to make more of it? And sometimes depending on our mindset and our own fears and insecurities as we're going through these changes or these decisions, when we hit the money question, whether it's our own internal, you know, inner gremlins that bring it up, or it's somebody else who puts it in front of us, we can hesitate. And in the worst way, we can let it kind of stop us. And it can feel like we don't know where to go next, because maybe we don't know what that answer is, or we were hoping to get further along before it came up. But I want you to take a step back the next time that you're thinking about making a change or you're in the process of making some kind of decision and the money question pops up. And instead of immediately letting you know, your mindset, your fears, your insecurities kind of take over and fill in some blanks, I want you to simply take it as an indicator that the conversation has finally started, that everything up until now has just been, you know, speculation or conjecture or dreaming. 
But now that the money question has come up, it's official. You, your spouse, whoever brought it up to you, anyone involved in this change or decision, you all are actually taking this seriously. Because the money question doesn't come up if it's a frivolous action, right? Like if you're just going to the store to buy toothpaste that you do, you know, every couple of months, the money question doesn't really come up. It's only when we're making big changes or when we're making bigger decisions about the things that we want to do or change in our life that that money question pops up. And so I want you to see the money question as you and whoever is important to you in this decision or change are just trying to figure out how it might actually work. See, that money question is grounded in reality. And it sometimes, like I said, brings up our own fears and frustrations and insecurities, which is why we can be sometimes resistant or hesitant, feeling a little paralyzed when it comes up. We don't know what to say, but I'm telling you, it's a good sign, right? Possibly the best sign for this point, for the changes that you want to make, the journey that you're wanting to go on, and the decisions you're trying to make about your life. And that's true no matter how you feel about answering it. So let me explain. Think about all the decisions that you've made throughout your life. How many life-changing, career-changing, or business-changing decisions have you made without considering the money? I would endeavor to say not very many. And it's not that you had the money part all figured out, but you at least thought about it. It came up. And you probably had some kind of plan, whether or not it worked. But I'm willing to bet that every time you've made some kind of big decision, some kind of life-changing, career-changing, or business-changing opportunity that came along, the money question came up. Which is a totally okay response, but more on that in a minute. So... If our decisions follow a timeline, in my opinion, the money question is the very beginning. Like I said, everything that happened before it will seem more hypothetical or like you were dreaming or like you were just kind of talking or thinking about it, but nothing was really for sure. It may have felt even a little bit safer that way. But then... If you really pay attention, I bet you'll notice, too, that everything after the money question suddenly seems more real. And you've probably experienced that even without realizing it. Because if you're willing to answer the money question, if you're willing to talk about the money, then you're probably going to figure out a way to make it through, right? You're going to go forward with that decision because it matters. Now let's talk about what happens. Sometimes when this money question comes up, 
because I said before that it can bring up our own fears and insecurities and frustrations. And whether you asked it to yourself, right, like something happened as you're making these decisions and it just sort of popped up, well, how am I going to make money? Or, you know, how am I going to make ends meet? Or where is the money going to come from that's going to pay for that? These are real questions, right? These are things that really come up for us or that someone else asks us. And when this happens, we can freeze up and have no idea what to say. And that's really where the problem comes in. When we don't know how to answer the money question, it can become sort of the roadblock that halts our progress and stops us from moving forward with our decision. It can keep us from making any decision at all, right? Turning back and, and staying exactly where we are. But if that decision is something you really want, you'll likely come back to it again and again, even if it takes you weeks or months or sometimes years to muster up the courage again. And I don't want that for you, right? If you're seriously considering something so much so that the money question has come up in some way, shape, or form, I want you to be able to answer it. I want you to knock down that wall and keep moving forward. And so that's what we're going to talk about here. How do you answer the money question every time so you can keep going with that decision? or whatever life-changing, career-changing, or business-changing journey you're trying to go on. So the first step is being willing to answer it to the best of your ability at the time. So when the money question first comes up, again, whether it's you asking yourself or someone else, don't shy away. Answer it and mean it. Even if the answer is, I'm going to figure it out. Or, I don't know yet, but I'm working on it. You don't have to know the specific, like, revenue charts and expense charts and the budget. You don't have to have all of that figured out. But you have to be willing to find it. You have to be willing to say, I don't know, but I'm going to, right? That is the first step because if not, if we don't answer it, we will likely shy away and start to second guess everything that's led us to the money question. We'll rethink our decisions. We'll rethink the dream and it'll just set us back. So be willing to find the answer and then go do your research to see how you might answer the money question the next time it comes up. Because I can guarantee you if you're moving forward with any kind of big decision or career or business or life change, it's going to keep coming up. And if you're a little stumped on the research, the reality is it does depend on what decision you're trying to make. 
So if the decision is to start a new business, then maybe you look into what people, aka potential customers, are already buying. What are, or you could look at what competitors, so other companies who are doing what you're wanting to do or similar to what you want to do, what are they charging? What are they offering for their products or services? And that can give you an idea of how money is already being made in that space. On the other hand, if the decision is around making a purchase, like taking a vacation, buying a car, house, or something else that's a little bit out of the norm, where you're parting with your money, then the research would be around what it costs, maybe comparing prices of similar options. So you can arrive at, you know, an estimate of what you think it will take money-wise to accomplish that. And then the final step is to think about your own situation. Knowing what you know now, how are you going to make it work? So going back to the starting a business idea, if you were to do that, if you were to go forward, and if you were to start that business, how many customers would you need? What would you charge? Do you need a short-term plan while you're getting everything set up to make some money to keep you current? So you take everything that you've learned and think about your own situation and what you need to make it realistic. Or if we're talking about making a purchase, do you need to save some money before you make that purchase, right? Like if it's a really big total, how much would you need to save to put you on the right path to be able to buy it and not put yourself out? Or could you pay for it over time? And how would you be able to pay those balances over time? Do you need to make changes in your life, in your budget to make that work? Right, we're really focusing on making it realistic which is something we talked about at the very beginning, right? The money question is real. It's grounded in reality. And so we have to think about this idea of what we really want, whatever it is, and then how do we, with our money, whether we're making it or spending it, how do we make it possible? What do we need to do or change in our own situations to make it real? And if you're having a hard time taking a look at your own situation and figuring out what to do and how the money question applies to your own situation and what you need to do to make those decisions, then go ahead and check out my free guide on the four steps to triage your spending. And it can help you see where you have some wiggle room and figure out uh, what might be the most important things as you're thinking about how the money applies, whether you're making it or spending it. So go ahead, I'm linking to it below. Grab your free guide right now to help you through this process and answering the money question so you can get back into what are you going to do next? And these three steps will help you answer the money question every single time so you can get on with what's next. Now, there's one more thing 
that I want to talk about. And that's the other side of the coin. Sometimes, depending on the decision, you can answer the money question and then decide it's not worth it. And so I'm going to say that again. Sometimes you can go through these steps and answer the money question and then decide it's not worth it. And I want to take a step back and say, this is not the same as not answering the money question. Refusing to answer it when it comes up, hesitating, allowing yourself to second guess if this is the right decision, if you've got it all wrong, if you can even do it, is different because it stops you. It turns you away, at least for now, but it can keep the idea or the hope or the desire alive in the back of your mind. Now, on the other hand, answering the money question using these three steps and then discovering with that very real and valid answer that it's not worth it based on your own situation or what you really want closes that idea or that hope or desire, right? It, you've reached a conclusion and it helps you realize that you're not going to do that at least not in that way. And so that frees you up to look for other opportunities instead of clinging onto the one that you are never quite sure about, that you didn't have the courage to go through the money question to get to the other side of the decision. So answering it and then deciding it's not right for you is still progress just maybe not in the way that you originally hoped. And that's just part of the money question. But it allows you to pivot before you get too far down a path that isn't going to work for you. And that's valuable information. Okay, so I don't want you to see it as a negative. It's totally fine not to know the answer to the money question up front. But avoiding it is only going to derail your path before you ever really get started. And I want you to remember that, right? Going through it and making the decision wherever it takes you is the priority. It's what we're trying to do here. So the next time you're making a decision, or if you have one lingering out there because you didn't know the answer to the money question, and you set the dream or the desire or the hope aside, use these three steps to answer it and then use that to move forward, right? To decide how to move forward and make that decision. I'm confident you can do it. I'm here cheering you on the whole way. And as always, feel free to reach out to me with any questions because I'm putting my email below. Until next time, keep designing your happy. Hey there, friend. We've made it to the end of another Design Your Happiness episode. 
And if you're loving what you're hearing and you know someone else who would benefit from hearing it too, please share this episode with them. I can't tell you how much it would mean to me to support even more ambitious, aspiring entrepreneurs like yourself. So send them a text or a quick email with the link and let's help even more people build the lives and businesses they've been dreaming about. All right, I'll see you next time. Until then, keep designing your happiness.